0: Hey guys, this is Tina B and Charmaine G. We're here to talk about the messiness of life. It's ugly and it's raw. It's real and it's a freaking game. It's whack-a-mole.
1: Whack-a-mole. 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 This is us and our gift to you.
0: Hello and welcome. Hi everyone. Welcome to Tuesday, the most productive day of the week, and welcome to Whack-a-Mole podcast. Woo, whackos coming at you today. Mm. Woo! Okay. Mm. Disclaimer. Sure. We're grownups having grownup conversations. So if your kids are in the car or in the kitchen while you're making dinner or um, sitting on the floor near you, um, <laughs> you might want to chase them out because we are going to be talking about, well, I have a foul mouth. So that's Sinters. mostly the disclaimer. Yeah. And we're and live. Did you see him shaking his head when yeah. I said that?
1: Yeah, he does. She does. All well, I'm not going to lie potty to you.
0: Mouth. <laughs> I do have a potty mouth. I reserve the right to have a potty mouth.
1: You know, it's an expression. It's an expression. It's not like we're not here to have emotion, right?
0: No, I cuss words just express my passion about things. Yeah,
1: I've I facilitated a group on that, and I feel like a hypocrite right now because I've been <laughs> trying. Yeah, because I'm all like, we're all intelligent people. There's 50 million other words we could use instead of. You're
0: eating those right now, right? You're eating the 50 million words to defend fuck, shit, damn, and hell.
1: Okay, (laughs) cool. Got it. As we say, please turn down your radio and then turn it up when (laughs) you're alone.
0: Tell your kids to go someplace else. That's all. (laughs) Or listen before you go to bed or just when they're not around. Okay. Sad news today. What? what? Sad news. Eddie Van Halen passed away. What? Yeah. Yeah i had no idea my brother who is a lifelong van halen fan i mean since 1978 i think yeah i mean he's obsessed with them obsessed what natural and he texted me and said he had cancer it's not fair it's just not fair now i don't hear from my brother a lot like he goes just mia for a couple of weeks at a time he goes ghost and then he'll come back and I was like, what's not fair? Now I've been sitting at my desk all day with clients and doing yeah. other things. And so I haven't been, it wasn't on the news this morning when I had the news on. Didn't even know. Um, and he said, Eddie Van Halen passed away. So I called him. My brother was hysterical, crying, like "Oh my hysterical. Gosh. Same thing happened when Michael Jackson died. There's only a yeah. few, you know.
1: Prince. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he was like, it's just not fair. It's not fair. He's 65. It's just not fair. He had oh cancer gosh. and I, he had throat cancer some time ago. I, I'm not going to get these years and facts straight. I just know that he had throat cancer. I believe it was either in remission or he beat it. Mm-hmm. And then I, he ha- got cancer again. But I think he was on the DL with it. Like he just didn't right. come out and there wasn't he a lot of talk about it. He wanted to not and, in public. Right. Yeah. And so his son confirmed by uh, a Twitter post that he passed away. He is a guitar god. Eddie Van Halen is a guitar god. Seriously. Well, and he was just so handsome. Oh, my <laughs> gosh.
1: Loved He Eddie remained Van Halen. handsome. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that
0: lifestyle that they was hard rock mm-hmm. and roll and just. Valerie Burtonelli, they were married for tw- 20 years. Oh, I know. I can imagine. It. What a incredibly talented man. Tribute i i am appreciative Rolling of that. with the devil that's from their first album uh-huh and i cannot sing so <laughs> you did and good. sean left he just left like i just started singing and he left the don't room. be offended he left it. us in here with all this equipment to look for us to be <laughs> getting into stuff here okay so rest in peace mr eddie van Halen. very much so. and that's a lot thoughts legend. and prayers always thoughts I always think about the kids and the wife yeah. and the, you know, just He has them that just gets, like everybody else. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think about um, the people who are still alive and grieving and that just stinks. So it does. I, I am sending good vibes out in their direction. I don't nice. know them, but okay. So here's something that I've been needing to do. We've been needing to do and haven't. Um, I want to mention two young men. That when we decided that we were going to do this podcast, um, I had two guys in mind that I wanted help with. They happen to be best friends. They also happen to be. I'm going to call. I call him my son-in-law because it's easier than saying my daughter's boyfriend who lives with yes. her. Yes, he's. It's coming. It should be anyway. So. And
1: I've got a baby out for them. I mean, that's to come too. I <laughs> right? hope so. They'd make beautiful babies. He
0: has a studio in his little apartment. They live next door to us, and he's created this beautiful little studio. And he's into his music, and he's, he's into talented. that. He's adorable and wonderful. He loves my daughter, and I by telling him he's wonderful and adorable. I'm and sh- trying You're to secure that. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> um, he does that on his own. He did our intro the music for our intro and helped us record some words too. He spent time, a lot of time, uh, being creative with that. And I think he did an excellent job and I'm just so, it did. it's huge to me that we didn't contract that out to someplace else that we brought. I brought these people in that I, I care about everything and- we've
1: done. I need to say that these visions and these, um, you know, accessing talent and things like that you have had and you wanted to keep it homegrown you wanted to keep the family involved Mm -hmm. you wanted you knew that they had um your full support and passion but they had their talent that we wanted to bring into this piece so every time we get ready for the episode i'm not going to lie to you and we got the intro Mm -hmm. playing Mm -hmm. that riff is done by tyler he totally his skills, like, and when you you sit down and you just have conversation mm-hmm. with him, I want to have it for hours. He's just so chill and relaxed and got a good heart on that kid. Yeah,
0: he's got Young a good man. vibe, good chill, chill vibe. And he also, um, so it's TLC Studios, Tyler caught him at TLC Studios. Love Tyler him, Look Landon Cottam, <gasps> TLC Studios. Isn't Look him sweet? up. That he's is adorable. Really cool. Okay, um, and then the gentleman. Who happens to be his best friend? Um, these are Matt's words. They've been best friends since the first grade. Um, Matt Goobler, what an adorable guy! So he's like shy, a perma so smile he, when you talk. He's actually a student here at Dixie State University, Ooh. and he's doing he does graphics, and. Um, Every time I talked to Tyler about an avatar, he was like, oh, Matt can do that for you. Matt can do that for you. So um, these two boys collaborated as they do. They collaborate on sure. their own anyway. Um, they got together and they did this. And I I couldn't be happier with our logo. I just he worked so hard on it with such earnest, Um creativity just it this was just is honest. from the ground
1: floor up i yeah. mean
0: when we talked about
1: avatars you can have your
0: iphone avatars yeah. you can
1: have your high def and all mm-hmm. those definitive things that personalize you but this means so much more it's more intimate mm-hmm. and when you when he kept coming up with new um you know visions of what it looked like and and um you know presenting it every it just draft improved yeah. every time mm-hmm. and i thought that's it yep and Look I just want to thank Matt for keeping my boobs there. So I, he
0: did put me in a tank top, which I appreciate as well. Because you got I some do, awesome. I do arms. enjoy a little gun action. She, yeah, yeah it's like she, my she, skin is flawless in that <laughs> avatar. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. So Matthew Goobler and Tyler Cottam, thank you very much, both of you, boys. Um, we'll you. put their information whenever we set up our website. That should be look for that in the coming attractions. We're not like lazy. Not, we just have a lot going on. Oh my goodness. So. A lot going on. And being a perfectionist, mm. we want it to, I want it to be right and nice. And so it takes time. It does. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Okay. <laughs> so we will be, ta- I think that's all the business. Do you have any business? No, I,
1: I mean, like, honestly, I'm, this is my Freaking go time! This is my relax. This I is love my, that.
0: I love that for you. Like it I'm is for patched. me too. But yeah,
1: yeah. I, 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 So many people send me texts. I don't know if you experience this, but so many people send me texts like, "Have freaking fun tonight!" Like I can't wait to hear it. And I'm thinking, if they could just get the joy that we get, ramping up. Mm-hmm. But throughout the week, Tina takes so much, like time and inspiration, to come up with topics because again, these are life events that we've experienced or we can relate to in mm. some way. And we're hoping our viewers have had, can be sensitive and say, yeah, me too, me too. And there are a range of topics because life freaking happens. Tomorrow, is gonna be different than today. A month from now, it's yes. gonna be different, Sean. And my wisdom to you, to be honest, your life's gonna be completely different. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think through evolution, we got to be oh able to gosh. be going through change and not
0: resist it, you know? Totally. We are, um, we're, that's kind of a, that's kind of a good segue into what we're talking about today. It's a big one. It is a big one. We're expanding our time on this one. It is. And I, I had, um, I had somebody in mind to come on who, um, and they, they couldn't. Make it happen. We're talking about body image and this friend of mine, one of my oldest and dearest friends wanted to talk about it. He's a gentleman and I really wanted the male perspective on this. Um, He had, speaking of body image, he had surgery today. (laughs) Mr. Andrew. Was and an I said, Oh, do so he goes yeah, no what well, it was gallbladder surgery. Oh, sure. So okay. he was like, Oh yeah, no, um yeah, I'll do Tuesday I have my surgery, but no, no problem. He's an attorney, and so in the weeks before, he's like, I got a deposition that day. I can't do it on this day. So we designated today the day of his gallbladder surgery. I don't ask me why, and I was Probably. like, dude, you don't have to, you don't have to and he was like, Oh no, I'm all over it. I wanna do it. So two like at three o'clock I was like, Hey buddy, how you doing? Hi mom Yeah, up. and he's like, All you know on anesthesia, he's probably just still. like, yeah, I don't have it in me. And I was like, well, okay, well, nothing like the 11th hour, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I hope he <laughs> recovers and I love him very dearly. And he knows that
1: he will be definitely a guest, hopefully live, but call in for sure. Cause I, he gave us a shout out last week and I yes. can't tell you how much that means to me. Cause Tina talks a lot about you and I know that your personality and your warmth and dryness all in the <laughs> same bundle package is going to be such an asset to bring on on the show. He's
0: um, he's awesome. So body image. We're
1: talking about body image. Who has an issue? Raise your hand, John. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yep. So we may pick on you a little bit because Andrew wasn't available, but at the same time, we we'll, want a male
0: perspective. I want to know what I want to know. I about. asked a
1: few on the way here just because I was curious about is it is it more women that deal with this issue? I mean, is it? Is it gender Pacific? Do we see a lot of people? I mean, I feel like I was naturally born with insecurity.
0: Oh my goodness. I think if when you're born and they slap the shit out of you, first thing you're probably, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to hear you cry, baby, <laughs> cry, baby. And you get smacked. Yeah. You immediately got smacked with insecurity. Is that yeah.
0: what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah. I just think it's funny because you know, we, it's a violent thing coming into the world is like not all peaceful. And I mean, you're,
1: no, it's a scary thing. You've been I mean, in a warm. I mean, you're squashing
0: your skull. Like shit's going down. <laughs>
1: it really is. So you're in a warm womb, and you're getting fed, and there's no light. You just get that comfort of, mm-hmm. of sound, mm-hmm. and vibration, and then yeah. all of a sudden you're like traumatized with doctors flipping you all around the yeah. light, and you're like oh, trying to open your eyes, going, "Oh, and what the freak scrubbing? is this goop they put in my eyes?" Yeah, eye. it's
0: they're scrubbing you like it's a whole thing. So we're fucked up from the go. Man. <laughs> That's just all there is to that. Okay, so um, and downhill. So, <laughs> so I also wanted to shout. Well, I'll, I'll do that at the very end because there's another shout out that I want, and I didn't want to. Um, I don't want to stop our what we're doing here. We're talking about body image. When I thought about this today, I came up with several things. Just of course in my own experience. So you're a kid, and I don't think it matters that much when you're a kid. Like when I was playing, when I was like zero to. I don't remember zero, but when I was young, like from a toddler, five to mm, 11-ish. 10 right, your or mind 11, wasn't... I wasn't dialed into that. I yeah. just really was like, I wanted to play on the monkey bars. I wanted to play tag. I wanted to play baseball. Like that was where I was... My body at that time was being used for um f- my own physical Adventure, exertion and yeah. yeah and hunting and you know <laughs> all that kind of stuff like out in the woods with the boys Is and that you know true? doing you I told, Well I didn't hunt hunt but we did take some sticks and go into the woods and try to Build find mice and, and stuff oh heck yeah I was such a tomboy So there was that when I became an adolescent um and stuff started changing yeah I became aware I think I was thinking about this just last night. I saw a meme about, um, it said, every time I look, when I'm sitting down and I look down at my thighs, I love what I see. Says nobody. (laughs) I was going to say, who the hell wrote that? Okay, so I was thinking, I saw that a long time ago, but when thinking about body image, I remember that being, I was probably in the fifth grade and I was in Catholic school and we had to wear a, a dress. And I remember sitting on the bus and seeing like the movement of the bus shake. And I was a runt. I was a skinny little kid, but seeing my thighs like ripple and move and f- feeling, seeing, I just felt that was so unappealing and so wow. gross. Like I must be like, that was my, f- that I think is my first memory of being feeling insecure about my body.
1: And not liking what you see.
0: Yeah. Also, you know, I, I I look, um, and
2: that's
0: I was probably changed. Oh my goodness. On what feature? Yeah. So can you, do you know what your first memory of way back when, if you could remember something about the first time you were aware of, I like this or I don't like this. I feel good about this or I don't feel good about this. Right.
1: Um, you know, I wasn't, in the home to where they prominently talked about your body's going to change and this is what you should be experiencing. Mm -hmm. There was no prep. So I learned on my own and I had a tendency to, uh, Going into the dark created a big masterpiece, so to speak. I'll give you an example. Um, you know, on females, one side of your body lumps up first. Mm-hmm. And I immediately thought I had cancer at um, 11. <laughs> and I'm not lying to you. So here's the thing. In the sixth grade, one side out of nowhere hurt. And I yeah, yeah. I made it hurt worse because I kept trying to push it in. <clears throat> like I, I, I wanted to go back in my rib cage. And it wouldn't. And so it got swollen and hurt. And I went home early. Like I skipped school the last half of the day, came screaming in the house, went right up the stairs, didn't come down. And even through dinner and everything, my mom's like, honey, dinner's ready. Just kept smoking through. There was
0: enough kids to where she didn't miss me. Trauma at school just
1: saying just <laughs> <laughs> yeah just, just fight or flight Get the is- <laughs> hell out of there that's all I gotta say um don't listen to that kids if you are listening stay in school it's cool um here's the thing though my mom <laughs> she comes upstairs and by this time it's bath time it's ready for bed and I've been in the dark like since the night, the night fell, at pushing this damn lump it back in my body, trying, thinking I had cancer and I'm dying. And why isn't anybody helping me and all these devastating things. And you, sh- let me tell you the story about my period. Nobody told me that was coming either. I thought I hemorrhaged <laughs> and I died and I wouldn't come out of the locker room. And the coach was like, get the hell out. But long story short, my mom just lovingly giggled and said, oh, honey, that's called a breast. And I said, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Take it, take it back, (laughs) take it back. (laughs) Nobody can make me do this. Right. Uh, the first feature that I've always, and I still hate to this day and I'm trying to correct it is my overbite. I hate my overbite. Um, my mom thinks it's my trademark and I'm doing this Invisalign treatment to overcorrect it. Mm -hmm. I sucked on my bottom lip. I didn't suck on my thumb. I sucked on my bottom lip for comfort. I kind of still do when I'm sleeping. But it caused an overbite, and I hate my side profile. Hate it.
0: There you okay, go. So, That's my vo- okay. most. Well, I did I, I haven't even gotten into what I feel insecure oh. about. Like today, I haven't even. I haven't we even touched there, on that.
1: Can you meet me? Oh,
0: I'll at go. The, I'll go. Yeah, meet me I halfway. Want, yeah. Almost. Oh, absolutely. Sweet. So, but I did want to point out something that you said. Mm-hmm. That these are things, as you're saying, this overbite, which I've never. I mean, I know you're doing the Invis- Invisalign thing, but I I don't... You don't see it? Actually. No. Okay, shit. so I, I, in doing a little bit right. of research on Google, I saw... I just p- p- plunked in body image just to see what would come up. And it said, body image is a perception that a person has of their physical self and the thoughts and feelings that result from the perception. Agreed. Ooh. 100% yep. agreed. Yep. Because that will navigate me throughout my life and make me do stupid shit or really shit or whatever, depending on what I feel. Yeah. But it also says often a person zeroes in on a specific area like the nose, breasts or legs. In reality, however, this perceived flaw is not even noticeable to others. People who suffer from severe levels of disorder obsess over a flaw to a point of dysfunction. Whoa. And I think that is where like eating disorders and things like that come from. Oh, gotcha. From. Okay, okay, yeah. So or that, like real dysmorphia. I'm going to use that word, though I don't know super Crazy too much. Crazy yeah, things it is. you can see yeah. on that. So for me, I, I look at it as in these different stages of my life. Um, I, I think maybe we should call Amy in. Should we call Amy in? I love it. So, who is Amy?
3: Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Hi, Amy.
0: Let me introduce Amy. Hi. Amy is my beautiful sister-in-law. She is one of three girls. Yeah, there's three girls and three boys in your family. Um, And... She is my soul sister. I love, love her. It. I love her. Um, and I want to also shout you. out and say that she does our social media. Yes. So she's always posting cool things and um, she gets all the credit for that. So Amy, we love I, have you to, for that.
1: I have to plug you really quick because I was sitting in the airport and I seen your stages of... Um, Awakening, awakening. Emotion, yeah, emotional yeah. awakening, and I literally researched that for a day and a half because I needed that desperately.
0: Mm. So
1: I can tell oh, you, yeah,
0: so, look at us serving one
1: another. It really was. That's I was like, what purpose. am I getting? What I'm bouncing between stages of what I felt, but it was freedom for me mm. when I realized I'm holding myself back. It's me.
0: Yay. Yeah, it was yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for those. Okay, yes. so I would I would ask you the same question I asked Charmaine um, about what's your first memory of feeling insecure about your body or or f- feeling really good about it? Like, what what's your? Do you ever look at something and go, Yeah, okay.
3: So, can you guys hear me good? First of all, because I am driving in the car right You're now. You're fine. Yeah. You're doing great. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, so, I was thinking when you asked Charmaine that, I was thinking, what what would be mine? What and I. And I kind of just have these, it's weird what your brain remembers. Um, <laughs> I have these kind of incidences. One of them, I feel like I was at a bowling alley with, like, teenage kids. Probably I was, like, 13 or 14. And then also at a um, church girls camp. Um, or, maybe, you know, because we weren't allowed to wear shorts then. I don't know. But I was wearing shorts. It must have been in the bowling alley. And I thought, oh, my gosh, my legs are so big. Mm, and Like your thighs? Girls, yeah, my thighs. Yeah. And I'm like, all the other girls, their legs are really skinny. Like, why are mine big? And I remember sitting down, must have been, you know, waiting to go my turn bowling. And I'm like, sitting on the bench, and I'm like, wow, when I sit down, they're even bigger. Like, what, what is this? <laughs> and so I always had an insecurity about my my legs when I was growing up as a teenager. I thought, oh, I have the biggest, you know, hips and legs and butt, and still do um, of, of all my friends. <laughs> And I was—I just hated
1: that. So, how did you manage that? Did you just not wear shorts anymore, or did you just like uh, grow a like a insecurity to wear? Yeah, I feel like um, I don't know
3: how I really dealt with it. I was like, well, I guess this is just—I my friends have skinny legs and I don't. But uh,
0: I love that. I love that, Amy. <laughs> but did you? What did you change anything to accommodate for that? No. No, I don't, I don't, I didn't think
3: That's there was awesome. anything I could that do. I didn't, is really I, didn't I didn't like, I didn't, I mean, I love food too much to have a low calorie diet. So I <laughs> and then,
2: <laughs> Same.
3: and I, I did like in high school, I joined the track team, but mostly socially because a lot of my friends were doing it. I was like, Oh, I could run. That's easy. That doesn't take any kind of skill like soccer or volleyball. So, but I didn't do it to like make my legs smaller. I was just like, well, this, this is how I am. Um,
0: We're going to be posting a picture of Amy later. That's really a very healthy. Thank you for sharing that. Because for me, when I realized that my thighs were bouncing along with the bus, I made sure after that, that I wasn't sitting next to a boy on the bus ever Uh after that in Uh that dress. And I also, it changed my bus riding forever. And I wrote, it sounds silly, but I, I remember thinking, I just want to sit next to a girl if I'm wearing shorts. And I, I did a lot of growing up in Southern California. So we wore shorts to school. Oh yeah. And, and I just always, I, you hit it, you try totally, to avoid. Yeah. Totally. Or I would stand in front of boys rather than, right. And I wasn't even obese. It's just this little glitch in my system. It was like a little switch that just went click. Now you have this, and so now you have to have this other adapted pattern in order to to Mm. be, for your life to be manageable, which is completely unmanageable, really.
1: I, You know, after you're bringing it up like this, because I asked the question to Amy, I went to answer it myself. You know what I did? I mean, because I talked about the one lump side and obviously um, breasts were my first thing that I felt insecure about Mm -hmm. because I wasn't prepared for them. But I've always felt like they were small because every woman in my family is well endowed. Mm -hmm. Like like they used to, you know, pinch me on the side boob and would always be like, what's wrong with you? Like, what, where, what happened to you in the family jeans? You know, and I'd be like, shut the... Ah. Uh, okay, we're going to go for a break, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Small break. We'll be right back. Thank you.
2: This is Whack-A-Mole with Tina B. and Charmaine G. Raw discussion about the messiness of life. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more Whack-A-Mole. We welcome you back to Whack-A-Mole. Raw discussions about the messiness of life. Now, here are your hosts, Tina B. and Charmaine G. All
1: right, Wackos. I'm going to finish this up. at Charmaine G's story. Uh, How I compensated with the features that I didn't like is I definitely emphasized my other assets. Like, I liked my stomach. I used to have, like, a flat stomach, so I made sure that... I would hide my insecurities, but I emphasized and I drew attention to the features that I really like. Mm -hmm. So people would give me attention. Mm -hmm. Of course. I mean, we're all. Yeah. And they wouldn't focus on the side boob pinch and they would actually kind of say, hey, I love your stomach or, hey, I love your butt. And Mm -hmm. it turned into like an object, like I was an object
0: more because I overcompensated. Do you remember feeling like that was so effing important yeah to me it was so important like i I was validated totally yep and and it's funny because now that we're adults raising girls yeah well raising children i should say because i'm sure it's with i don't have boys so i can't speak on that i can and it's true it's real i mean oh my gosh so then i start looking at the different stages as i was thinking about um this topic The first time my body changed, I've always been just a little runt. We were just skinny kids. And that mostly came from an economic standpoint. Like we didn't have a lot of food. We had three squares and they were good for Mm, sure. Three mm. square meals, but there weren't any Twinkies or cookies hanging around ever, you know? So I just, you know, we just relied on this homemade food, which was, I mean, we were sustaining life for sure, but there wasn't extra food around. So I was skinny. We were all skinny. The reason I'm saying that was once I became pregnant, my first pregnancy, and my body started to change. It really freaked me out. And I literally went into that um thinking I'm going to come goodbye. back out of this. Say, no, oh. say goodbye to that body because you're going to have it. Like, I was so naive. I didn't have my mom. I didn't have any other woman that was around telling me, you know, it goes back or nothing like that. Right. Nor was I turning to women for that. I was just like, okay, well, I guess this is happening now. And it's so over. bye ass, beautiful ass and flat abs. <laughs> it didn't. It di- I, I <laughs> and it did go goodbye for a little bit for nine sure. months, but then it did go right back and I was like, fuck, this is a miracle. Like, <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I'm not kidding. I was like, thank you, Dad. My I hardly back. ever thank my dad for anything. But I was like, thank you, Dad. Oh, for your metabolism. Thank <laughs> you. Um, so, and then it happened again. <laughs> so but when you're pregnant it takes you out of a loop
1: yeah it's a psychological toll for sure whenever not only are you looking at your body change but you're growing one inside of you and i mean you get up you want to faint half the time you're in a hot shower i mean because you're accumulating like double the amount of blood but outside of that like do you want to hear what i did i was so stupid i took like my regular jeans pre-pregnant jeans to the hospital in my like take-home kit like ha 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 it's coming back what the f- was i thinking that's all i gotta say it was back into i maternity. would have loved to have been there
0: when you were trying i to couldn't pull get them up on. past oh, my darling. knees i
1: wouldn't leave the bathroom I was stinking madonna panties that caught all that freaking trapped
0: urine, blood, whatever it was. was Oh, those like fishnet panties with the big pad. Yeah, the big pad and you got the
1: nurse Mm saying, you can't leave the hospital until you take a shit. Fuck her. I'm I'm over here going, I can't get my (laughs) pre-preg pants up. Like, they're at my knees. I made him go home and get me sweatpants and I thought, I'm going to be a mom. Mm -hmm. Like, this is my mom bod. Mm Mm-hmm and i literally afterwards i went into just a depression outside of all that we talked about that last episode but i got back up and I ran. I love running. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, you know, competitive runner for you a while. You and Amy have that in common. Oh, Amy, I can't wait. She ran in the L.A. Marathon. Yay, Amy. Oh, my yeah. hell. You're a mm-hmm. freaking stallion. Yeah. I'm yeah. so impressed by you. you. I'm a half marathoner, so maybe you can get me in to pull the trigger I'm, and do a marathon I'm a you. no marathoner, so
0: <laughs> sweet. I'm a 50-yard dasher. How about that? Remember yeah. that? F- I'm a,
3: these days I'm more of a net. Netflix marathoner but there you go oh,
1: that's, I, I my Those are what I'm getting <laughs> into these days but uh back to the uh the the mortify, mortification, what have you to Say metamorphosis
0: change that we have other. I am not high. um I love. I'm gonna start calling you out on you mispronouncing <laughs> words because I love it. It makes me so happy.
1: Metamorphosis change that we go through as women, but we're like as an early age when our body's changing, we're seeing that we're struggling, like. I was talking to, um, I'm going to, I told him my lover, I was talking to my lover on the way over and I'm like, uh, I said, Hey, do men, is this really a real thing for you guys too? And like, what area? Like, and he, he was like, men worry about their bodies and women worry more about their face. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about that. Can you look up some specs on that for me? Because I, I look up uh, the most common plastic surgeries for women, and then do the same for men. I'm I'm interested. If I to were know. to guess, if you, I were to guess, yeah. this is
0: what I'm thinking. Okay, like, as you're talking, I'm thinking. No, uh, if a guy can get a boner, can get an <laughs> erection.
1: I asked him, "Is it the I, unit? I think Are you if more self about your that, unit,
0: and probably still see it?" they would be like they're okay with that like that would be they'd be like i i can live with that right do you see what i'm saying yeah and will we have Mr. on that i'm yeah. going to start calling him Shonovan.
2: i got some answers for you most oh. requested plastic surgery for men eyelid rejuvenation yep neck lift yep rhinoplasty yep. Wow. chin augmentation liposuction uh can't read that word too long
1: male breast reduction
2: and then uh for women number 1 is Breast boobs, augmentation. augmentation. Um, <laughs> breast augmentation. Sean breast doesn't implants, have any feelings about boobs. Best breast lift, uh, buttocks lift, chin, cheek, jaw reshaping. There and we go. So, those are the Term
1: Dermabrasion parts. isn't that flip flop order? Like, men are more worried about their facial
0: features, it's so interesting. It draws
1: their insecurity.
0: But don't men women get are better depressed. looking as they get older? Often they do. Let me think about that. If they take that. care of themselves and they, they... I think men... I look at men and go, oh, he's actually a little better yeah. looking than when More I knew distinguished, him in his 20s. Handsome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so now let's go into the next phase. We've talked about pregnancy. That just warps shit and moves shit around in yeah. a way that's just different, okay? But I did. I do want to say this. After I gave birth... I went back down to a size two, but I was breastfeeding, so I had a tiny waist and big boobs. The only time ever in my life has that ever, it's ever happened. Stacked. I either have Lucky. Um, a fat ass, a big waist, and big boobs, or a skinny waist and no boob- mosquito bites on top. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. So, so there's that, okay? Yeah. Um, but now menopause. Whoa. I mean... I have always had a decent metabolism. I could eat anything I want. Like I, I could go to a buffet and I never worried about anything. Right. Now, it, th- those days are so long gone. From right. Me. They're just gone. Age is a factor. It is. It is. There's things that are cheesy that d- were not <laughs> cheesy before. It's not easy being cheesy. <laughs> ever. It's never easy being cheesy. Um, and I have a whole neck thing going on now at my age. There's like a. I heard Maria Shriver talk about it, too. Her and Oprah were talking about, she's like, I have this, like, turkey neck or whatever you'd call this. Gobbler? Yeah, and she said, she gets, like, not hate mail, but, you know, people troll her and they're like, why don't you do something about your neck? And she's like, what do they want me to do? Like, take a clip and
2: (laughs) put it in the back of my neck and back. back. Yeah,
0: I mean, I look at stuff like that. I look in the mirror and look at that. But I will say this. That's. Uh, I will say this: that Charmaine, that's Charmania right there. <laughs> please, Thank you, Adele. dial off all your cell phones before the show <laughs> yeah. begins. Could and you please put away your crying children okay. and anything else that <laughs> may disrupt the ride? Down? I'm gonna. Thanks, um, I'm gonna do a <laughs> turning table <disclaimer>. next time. <laughs> that's a song. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I also, in thinking about this, here's something I would like to pose: the times that I've not. First of all, I'm married as mm-hmm. everybody knows mm-hmm. um my husband claims to just be completely in love with me okay yeah i'm gonna claims. speak for him <laughs>
1: that means she he, she he can't let it penetrate her uh, belief system
0: uh, it's difficult yeah and he's completely attracted to me there's no bones about that he makes no bones i'm not putting words in his mouth he, these are his words like lust attracted to your yeah. inner beauty i love your
1: body i love mm. your sensuality i love how you carry yourself all that Love it. And
0: me, I look in the mirror and I'm like, how could you? <laughs> Freaking I do. I how, yeah, well, You, He's got, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> what I really, I am. And that's all me. That's yeah. all me and my perception because I'm used to being a certain size. And now that I'm not anymore, I, it's easy for me to discount myself. Mm. So i just think, you know, when I am more accepting of what my body looks like, I become more attractive. Yeah, confidence I'm like, exudes. Totally, exu- yes. yes. I said. Do you that know that word, how often right? I do that? What? Not enough. Like not often enough.
1: What? What? That's gets the answer you to that point, though. Like, I mean, is it you getting courage enough to start to love yourself, or do you come in cycles with it? I mean, are you having that same argument in your own head? And nothing's really changed because you're putting in freaking A for effort and you're, you're hitting the, your physical physique. Totally. All that. And it changes your mental game at the same time. Yes. Like how you carry and how and you I love And I too yourself. love
0: food. Like pasta. I can't imagine my life without oh pasta. Oh my gosh. I want some right now. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, let it's Taco me, Tuesday.
0: Like I'm. That's all I can think about is yeah. When, yeah. We're gonna have some tacos later.
1: I have a. I have a question. So like one of the things that I I want to highly emphasize is your belief system about yourself. We clearly throughout this last hour have seen that what we feel other people can't see. You know, and so when we hear those words of, you're beautiful, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I love your body, and all these things, it's almost like a f- immediate rejection of mm-hmm. that comment. We cannot allow that compliment to come in. Mm-mm. And I've grown a complex from that because I tend to not trust them from there on out to where I'm like, there's no way. Like, what do you, again, what do you want? But why can't I believe that? Why can't I look in the mirror and
0: go, I see what they're talking about. Okay. I think I, I gives, I obsess about this and it, and not just about body image, but about a lot of things. Yeah. I think it's looking in a mirror. If I'm, if I can't accept that you feel a certain way about me, it is because I don't feel that way about myself. Mm -hmm. And beyond that, I probably look at others and, and, and find things about them to judge and perhaps not accept. Right, deflection for sure. Yeah. So when you and have- And that sucks. It. I mean, like I sit with that for a second and I'm just like, oh, you're a shitty person.
1: It really is because I mean, you don't want to discount anybody's compliments. I mean, for heaven sake, they actually mean it or they wouldn't say it. I mean, I've actually had somebody say, it's actually pissing me off that you don't, you're not taking my compliment. Mm -hmm. Like, can you just say thank you? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, like I can't, like I, I don't want to lie to you. And my immediate reaction is you're crazy. Mm -hmm. Or or is that all you're looking at Mm -hmm. in me? Because I want, I'm so hyper-focused on, can they actually really see me and know my heart and know that it's so genuine and good and all they care about is my physical outer appearance? Because that's all people see when you first go in for a job interview, totally. first day of school. I mean, kids are cruel. We talked about that. You may not even have that first identified body image issue, uh, you know, feature that you hate about yourself, but somebody else may point that about you because they suck and they're assholes so you've got the mean girl yeah. that's in there going you are so freaking ugly nobody's ever going to love you and you
0: it, downhill from there. Such inexperienced people at that age like in right. middle school you your teeth are still white like your shit's still intact like. And it stinks the same. <laughs> your shit stinks everyone. But it's like who the who, they don't, you, you don't they don't even have the right to, to say that stuff and yet they do however now that we're older.
1: Right. Okay. It's more important how people see me as my character and my value
0: than anything physical. Well, I better have something more to offer is what I'm thinking. I better have, you know, I, 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 you better love yourself a little bit
1: more than what you, the work you put into your body. Cause I'll tell you, I always question why did God give us the privilege and responsibility of having children? Why women? Like, why can't it be a man? Like, why can't their anatomy and their, you know, the toll that it takes on their body. Why women?
0: Like, you don't have to have a baby. Just have a period once a month. Experience uh, that.
1: They do in another way because I've been told, like, don't talk to me for five to seven days. You know, that comedian that says, I, I don't trust I anything that bleeds five to seven days to and not I would die. take a vow of silence
0: <laughs> for five to seven days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sean, I we're going to join you in the in the land piece that you got so i i bring this up with the other people will point it out to you because they're cruel or they feel insecure about themselves and so they're putting it on you so know that 15 20 years from now that isn't even relevant so for our audience that you know is in that stage of trying to fit in trying to belong you know maybe even going into promiscuous behavior just so boys like you and you're willing to just give your body up just so you they'll call you the next day or you're popular or those things i beg you to understand that none of that matters. And
0: you can talk until you're blue in the face to your kids about that because I do. I have girls and I, and the only way they're going to get that is by experiencing it. I agree. Just like we did. But it's hard to, you know, you want to save them from the fires The of world. Life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you want to sit there and go, you belong. Please just love yourself and have that compass and don't have to get that external validation from anyone. Mm-hmm. Your girlfriends and, you know, what you look like that day, your outfit that you're wearing. Fuck it. It doesn't matter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I do believe that it will build you as a person ever though, all those experiences, even mm-hmm. the painful ones.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Shit. That's us Body image. I did a group. I facilitated a lot of groups, obviously, we're as you can tell, that we're involved in behavioral health mm-hmm. and programming. Um, um, uh, I love, programming. Group. I do I love group. And I'll tell you, one of the exercises that we would do in this women's residential program is they couldn't wear makeup for a week. And it wasn't. It was co-ed facility, but not dwelling. And so they could see men in passing. And it was the hardest exercise for these women because that's how they got things in life. They used their body as an asset, like as money, like a place to live, Uh, you know, uh, not only recognition, but uh, clothes, drugs, things that actually put food on the table because they used their image, their bodies, as, as money. Mm-hmm. And when you strip that away and they're naked, like literally no makeup, no mask wearing, and they're so vulnerable... It's almost like they don't know how to connect with themselves. Uh, You
0: have to have something more than that. There has to be something bigger because like everything else, your body's going to evolve. It's going to start out as a baby. It's going to end up like a prune. I mean, there's no two ways about, yeah. So uh, for me, I feel like I just better be offering something else. You know, I want to, I want to offer something else to the world that is not based on, I had a good run. I got to say, I really did. I <laughs> had a good run. Good. I really did. You
1: get, and it's not over, Tina, but I think it does take maturity and wisdom to care more about what who you are as a person than what you are on the outside. Oh, the absolutely. world and the way that social media and, and models and things just carve you your soul out for you. And you just want to aspire to be that thin, frail cracker that's getting paid biscuits. And she crackers eats, don't and biscuits, crack- and she's not eating any she's of that. She's not eating any of it. Freaking carbs! But I'm telling you, like, it's sad because it's all around us. I mean, mm-hmm. these complex issues that people get their, you know, complexity of, of life. My filters. daughter is Social eight. Social
0: media filters. Yeah. yeah.
1: My daughter's eight. Eight. Cutest freaking life. I mean, I'm telling you, like, I'm gonna tear up because they'll tell you, she's innocent. And she raised her tummy up and she was getting ready for the bath and she lifted her tummy up and she's like, I'm so fat, mommy. I said, who the hell told you yeah, that? Yeah, where
0: are we getting this from? She said,
1: I'm fat. Look at me. Look at my belly. And I said, Myra, I'll tell you what, you are not. How do I reverse that? It came from her. Where do we naturally come up with that? You know what I'm
0: saying? I yeah well we talked about it my leg shaking on the bus and your one boob growing and trying to push yeah. it back in yeah. i mean <laughs> <laughs> really? by the way it's still only one Shawn thought that was funny. it's still only one the other one never
1: came in i'm um, just kidding okay, everybody get a visual of sherman's chest okay. just kidding i'm
0: gonna do something about that next what week, about so. oh go on no i'm not what about <laughs> amy yeah she's just hanging about in the back I want to hear do you <laughs> I'm sure you have something to say you're raising children mm. you're a woman yeah. you're a mom you've been married you've been not married you've been dating you've been not dating like you you have something yeah. to say here
3: yeah yeah um well uh, quickly on what Charmaine was saying about her daughter I feel like I try to well, thank you, Tina. You introduced me to um, Dr. Shafali, the like, conscious, you know, parent, the mm. conscious uh, family, the awakened family. Well, I'm sure I butchered the title, but I really kind of was like, okay, what does it mean to be more conscious, like of what I'm saying, of what I, the message I'm giving my kids. So I put that into practice um, without even reading the whole book. Shame on me. But I was like, I took that, and I was like, okay. When my daughter starts developing, you know, we started talking about periods two years ago in front of nice. her brothers, just very natural. This is what, this is what women, this is what we do. This is why we can have 80s. Right. And I try to make it a point to all my kids, whatever, what, however their body looks right now, it's exactly the way it's supposed to look. It's not supposed to look. So if they have an idea of their head, like, oh, well, you know, Mariah, my daughter, Mariah is very tall. She's, she has a very tall father, tall, uh, tall men in, in her life, mm-hmm. and so she's really a lot, a towering over her friends. Mm-hmm. developing faster than them. Wow. And I just want her to know, you know, don't I don't ever say the word compare. So I don't want to put that in her head, but I'm like, whatever your body's doing right now is exactly what it should be doing. You're growing. Perfect I like that. I do, like, too. I do too. To develop,
1: That's going to give her you know? so much so, confidence, Amy, be, to realize that, you know, that she's not, this image thing is very individualized. Yeah. God gave yeah. it to us. And, I mean, I'm going uh, in there.
3: I did remember, when we were talking about how I was self-conscious about my legs, I do remember like, you know, when you sit down and you could put your uh, feet on your tiptoes sitting down, that so mm-hmm. like your fat's not all the way. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I did, I, that's the one thing I did do when I was sitting down, like, oh, let me like, you know, put my legs up a little bit, and try to flex my quads that I didn't have, you know, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, <laughs> um, and one of the things that really um, helped me and still helps me about my body because, i love my big legs now and but i don't love my stomach after having three children that's my big yeah. one right now is my stomach
0: but i hear you sister I
3: ran a freaking marathon i ran six half marathons and a freaking marathon and i did five ragnars you what? know all within a few years after my after my baby was born because but I, and I was like well not to brag about what i can do i was very slow i'm a very slow runner but i was like wow i can run a marathon and my stomach still looks like this but i can run the marathon. Yeah. And I can, you know, and I can lift weights. And I, and I'm, you know, not the thinnest girl in my gym that I go to every morning, but I'm like, it doesn't bother me because I love the shape of my body, even though it's a little bit, maybe 20 pounds heavier than I would want it to be ideally. But I can freaking lift a lot, a lot of heavy weights. And that's an accomplishment. And, you know, I'm proud of that. Like, we, I just want to focus on what my body can do, what it has done. It's grown three children that are healthy. It's, you know, it's it's done a lot of good things. So I try not to focus on the a few bad things that I don't like about it. Right? So
1: we, can advice. you call awesome. me every day? Can you call me every day? <laughs> that, I
0: think that's a that's awesome. That's amazing. And I, when it comes to your kids, you're just we're also just like, rah, you know, about you, we, stuff. You, we, we
1: don't want them to repeat. I don't want my kids to feel hardships. pain sometimes. Yep. I'm
0: not going to lie about that. I don't, but I do back way off and allow them to do that. Okay. So I um, quickly, Amy, do you mm-hmm. have, what would be a mole for you? Something you overcame today, yesterday, this last week, or just recently quick oh, live uh, fire oh that oh you put out? Um, but I, um, I don't
3: know. I, I can't, I can't think it on the spot. Okay, okay. We'll come back to you. Uh, Tina, okay. you.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I've been doing, um, this bar class in the morning and there's mean girls in that class and um they'll get those. they are they i mean they're not necessarily mean to me but they're it's very middle school very mm. you know they're all clan together giggling and laughing and you know just it's just so they're grown women and they're and they you know they look at the other people and then they turn their back and they're wearing all their lululemon stuff and mm. like we're all wearing that stuff but um i made a decision today that i wasn't going to let hey, it that any, you. yeah, no yeah. mind. So, what Good about you? For you?
1: Um, I actually took a trip and did some self care this weekend Woo! and got some loving, so no nice. Yeah, all right, thanks, guys. Thank you, all of our viewers, you freaking wackos. Deal with life, it's happens, it happens, and is. you know what? It's we happening. can conquer anything. Love your
0: body, it's beautiful and serving you. All right, Tina B, You're Charmaine Vinla G, three, and two. Amy wow. and Sean D with coming Tina at you. This is our Charmaine gift to you.
2: Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, watch us on YouTube, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts. Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us next time for, well, whatever may happen, with Tina B and Charmaine G on Whack-A-Mole. This has been a production from A Podcast Studio.